0: And their neighbor. Welcome to Gear and Gigs. I'm your host, Jet Stone, and I am so glad you guys could stop by. We've got a great conversation for you today. It's a continuation of our last episode where a recording artist and all-around great guy Trey Hawkins had stopped by to discuss the introduction of the Strymon Iridium pedal, a sort of an amp in a box thing, and we had gotten pretty philosophical about it. And I had just posed a question that had set off the loaded a question alert. Let's check it out. Okay, so what do you, do you care as a musician whether or not you're playing a unique sound or not? Oh, Loaded question I'm sorry. I didn't have a question <laughs> alert. Lights are flashing in the room. There's sirens going on. There.
1: It would depend. Uh, no, I have, a, I have a real answer. Uh, hang on. Uh,
0: this requires more wine. Sure. This is getting very deep. Once again... Enjoying a gentleman's collection red blend number two. Would you like a little wine there, tray? No, i uh, He never does, but I always ask.
1: Him. Cheer wine's enough for me.
0: That's right. He'll, he's enjoying. An
1: <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I'm about. enjoying a nice uh, this year, but since 1917, uh, cheer wine. Drink cheer wine. <laughs> Since
0: 1917, no kidding. Yeah, who knew? Wow. <laughs> none none <laughs> of me. our listeners, I'm sure. <laughs> Not me. Wow, 1917.
1: Yeah, I Cheerwine didn't pay me to say this, but uh, I don't care. Uh, it's kind of a
0: uh, black cherry flavor,
1: isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think I had one first at a PDQ, which has the one that I used to go to in my hometown has since gone out of business. So I don't know what that says about the establishment or my taste in
0: well you should explain that uh, I should explain you don't have to explain Uh, here at the unearthly sound the studio that we record this podcast in um, there is a thing called the mystery fridge and in the mystery fridge it is stocked with odd things like cheer wine and uh, what's the uh, haritos limes and and all kinds of weird things. Uh, my, my daughter <laughs> made the mistake of, uh, of trying a, mo- a thing called a moxie the other day. <laughs> Ooh, that had some, uh, let's call it a root flavor, but it was not a root beer, <laughs> but it was definitely a root flavor. Um, similar to what you might imagine was made in the backwoods of Alabama somewhere. It was, it was quite unusual. Um, uh, I had a good, zom- what was it, zombie blood, uh, zombie yeah. brain or zombie brain the other day. It was pretty good.
1: Which I didn't even realize what was in that. I don't. Oh was, no, no, it was. It was, watermelon, it wasn't was it? no. Uh, the one that I had was strawberry and orange. Oh, there you go.
0: There you go. That's the kind of stuff on. It's unearthly sound. Yeah. It, it, that's what we like. So uh, cheer wine is a pretty, actually pretty normal right. choice from the mystery fridge. Pretty, pretty well done there.
1: Right. I was drinking it and I was uh, enjoying the export of Florida, my home state.
0: Oh, is that where it's from?
1: Yeah. Nice. Well, from sure. I've spent the majority of my life in Florida, unfortunately. Um, That doesn't sound like an endorsement. It's not. Uh, Anybody that's from Florida, (laughs) you'll understand. Um,
0: I did uh, did live in Tampa for a brief time. um, A summer. I spent a summer in Tampa. Right. And that's the worst time to spend in Tampa, by the way, in case you're wondering. Don't go to the hot, humid places during the summer. And um, before you go someplace like that, Read up on the on the bugs. Yep. Because uh, for those of you not familiar with palmetto bugs, oh, they will scare the bejesus right out of all the holes of your body.
1: They're like cockroaches that aren't afraid of you.
0: And they're the size of um, cockroaches. Not, no, no, no. <laughs> the palmetto bugs. I mean, dude, the, the palmetto bugs I was seeing were literally the size of yo-yos. Yeah. I mean, they were. I, you were scared to 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 kill them because the crunch factor was going to be so. <laughs> I almost made him spit the cheer wine across the room. It was going to be so bad. I mean, the cleanup crew was going to have to come in. I remember. The other
1: I, palmetto bugs will hear you from three <laughs> miles away. Go, quick, a fallen comrade. Mm. And they fly. Yes, and they fly. And they fly. And they fly, and they fly at you.
0: At, right at you. What is up with that? They really do. No, he's fear. not kidding. They he's are not the, kidding.
1: They are honestly the top of the food chain. They, <laughs>
0: When all is said and done. That's why everyone in Florida is crazy,
1: because it is a lawless, godless, blood-soaked land ruled by the lack of benevolence of the palmetto bugs. The palmetto
0: bugs. The first time I saw a palmetto bug, I had just moved to Florida, and nobody had warned me. Nobody had said, hey, the old people run all of the red lights. Right. Nobody explained that to me. Nobody explained that your car will fade every day. Yes. Nobody explained that.
1: I I started. Your life is significantly shorter (laughs) for every minute you spend in Florida.
0: (laughs) It was like living in a cigarette. (laughs) The
1: the Earth is punishing you for your bad choices. It
0: felt like that. It. It did. He's. I don't know what it was. It was. And it rains every day. Yeah. Every single day. you think I'm kidding. The sunshine you hear me, state.
1: It rains every day. You
0: literally think if you're not from Florida. Now, if you're from Florida, you go, well, yeah, he's not kidding. If you're not from Florida, you go, well, that can't possibly be true. Not only does it rain every day, you know exactly when it's going to rain. You know exactly what time it's going to rain. And it's going to rain for what? Like an hour
1: maybe yeah just enough minutes. to piss on your lawn <laughs> just, like, just just enough to ruin it's the not it's even, picnic time it's, too. it's not like, even yeah it's right like in the, the middle of the like day. two
0: in the afternoon here comes the big rain you're like
1: what you're going to the farmer's market well not around <laughs> 115 you know we'll have to hide under that awning so we're going to strategically plan our trip we're going to look at the apples last karen
0: he's not kidding so so i go I, i'm living in this apartment and and we think everything's fine, and people have warned us about the cockroaches. And by the way, if, once again, if you're not from cock, uh, from cockroach <laughs> sorry. that's, Freud, that's Freud, They Freud own is, it now. Freud, so sorry. They're second on the
1: food chain. Right? Yes.
0: So cockroaches in Florida, it's a fact of life. It doesn't matter how rich you are. doesn't matter where you live. doesn't matter how hard you try. They will matter. find you. If you work for Orkin... You have cockroaches in Florida. They just... You, you, you turn off the light and the scuttling <laughs> begins.
1: <laughs> and, and to add insult to injury, because of the strength and numbers of the palmetto bug and uh, cockroach populations... An alliance and empire that they built, the lizard population oh, yeah. has grown in kind. It is a it's it's seriously big lizard company. the yeah. lizards are fearless. They are. And although they are doing a public service, they it's like when we armed the Taliban against the Russians. Sure, we got rid of the Russians, but we might have created a bigger problem. Yeah. Because when you kill half of a lizard, it will grow back and come kill you. <laughs> There's no stopping them. They are the Terminators of the animal kingdom, and they're, they know it. So
0: they're number three, by the way, in the food chain, for those of you keeping score.
1: Only because there's not enough of them to take over.
0: Because the palmetto bugs, there are so many. So the first time I saw a palmetto bug was in an apartment. I'm down there. Everything's fine. I know I got cockroaches. Can't deal with it. Trying to. Got traps so many traps. It's, it's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> you mean, are trapped by your own traps.
0: I, you know, I'm stepping on tiptoe, trying to walk around the traps. Everything's fine. We're watching TV in bed. Everything's fine. We're getting ready to go to sleep. It's late at night. It's like, you know, musician hours, right? So it's like two in the morning or whatever. And uh, And on the wall, suddenly, which, you know, I don't know where it came from. Materializes this hockey puck of an insect, and I, I wish I was exaggerating more than I am, and I am a bit, but just a small amount, really. I mean, like twenty percent, maybe twenty-five percent. I'm serious. This thing is. I'm not
1: saying it was the size of a hockey puck, but I've been in the nosebleeds and things, seen hockey pucks smaller than this.
0: It's. It was significantly larger than any living insect I'd ever seen outside of a museum (laughs) that didn't have a pin sticking in it and some, you know, Latin name underneath that was unpronounceable. And I'm like, at first I thought, well, that must be some sort of electrical device or something in the wall. Because it's a big black, they're big black shiny, you know, it looks like a, a gigantic beetle, a gigantic beetle. I mean... Like like sarcophagus big like so huge. big like so big so and thick now see you're thinking I know you're thinking like round wide and it and it has a diameter it has a girth if you will but it has a height like <laughs> like coming off the wall like it's going up the wall as you see it going up the wall and there's there's a seam down the middle but you don't think about that and that comes into play <laughs> in just a minute we'll just we'll, that'll come in but for right now there's this there's this black oval gigantic oval going up your wall and you're like well that's that's a big thing what is that like you go like to the side right and you look at it and you realize that's sticking off like like an inch and three quarters off your wall and you're like that is a hockey puck It's, (laughs) it's a hockey puck it's now walking up my wall and so you think well first of all it's got incredible suction to have that much weight and it's walking up the wall because that's pretty incredible and and second of all you're like looking for a shoe right so I grab a shoe and I'm looking at my shoe and I'm looking at the heel of my shoe right because I'm holding it by the toe I'm looking at the heel of my shoe and I'm looking at the bug and I'm standing on a chair because now the bug has crawled high enough that I need to stand on a chair I'm looking at the bug and I'm almost I don't want to say eye to eye because I didn't see its eyes, but I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm that level with the bug, you know. I'm thinking it's a wall crawling bug. And I take my shoe and I look back at my, my lovely bride and I say, honey, get ready in case it <laughs> falls. We're going to have to clean it up.
1: And this was oh, yeah. the moment in which the tides turned.
0: So I take a swing. I take a good, solid, I'm not going to miss because it's huge, right? And I got a big shoe. Well, let's jump to the end. I did miss. And the reason that I missed isn't because I missed hitting the wall where it was. But the fact that it leaped towards me and then proceeded to open said back with the with the slit down the middle and triple its size. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly Batman
1: was jumping off the wall.
0: Now it's a bat flying around the room with a little girl screaming, Oh no, that's me. Dropping to the ground because you know I'm in my underwear. We were watching TV. We we're getting ready to go to sleep, and now I'm running in my underwear like a little girl screaming while this bat's flapping around the room chasing me. And my my lovely bride at the time was just screaming right along <laughs> with me.
1: <laughs> you know, and, and true story, he has never slept since. No, I, I trying I, I'm, to go I'm, to bed. I'm just running, never got there. I'm just running on stimulants at this point. It's
0: just a lot of Red Bull. And no, I. Uh, to be honest, to to, to complete the uh, the complete shameful story, um, the bug flew directly into my closet. <laughs> it flew straight into my closet and got lost in amongst, because we just moved in, right? So everything was in the shoes, clothes, everything was just stuffed into the closet, and it went in there and disappeared. And it's, you know, it's 2 in the morning, right? Yeah. We're, we're looking at this closet, and we're like, okay. So what do we do? We can... Individually start pulling things out of the closet I'm, I, I no. see where that's going That sounds like more screaming
1: Yes He has the element of surprise He knows where he is
0: <laughs> And he knows where you are And he knows he has the upper hand As soon as he flaps his wings and I'm done He
1: can feel your fear through S- the air
0: So I took the brave Manly Brutish if you will Root
1: And you slept on the couch
0: no, far worse. We went to a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> we literally threw on some shorts and some sandals and ran out and went to a hotel at two in the morning. We're checking in a hotel wearing like literally almost nothing. And the hotel clerk's looking at us like, what do you guys want? The four hour nap? <laughs>
1: like, no, we'll take, we'll
0: take the whole night. But you know, it was, I did say it is 2 a.m. Can you cut oh, yeah. us a deal? Nice. <laughs> So then we go back in the morning, and I'm like, oh, wait, we didn't think this through. I don't know where it is now.
1: Yeah, now it's anywhere. Now now it's anywhere. (laughs) And it's it's everywhere. It's It's the velociraptors in Jurassic Park. It's Schrodinger's cat times a a million. If you see him, there's two other palmetto bugs that you haven't noticed yet that are coming in for the attack.
0: To this day, I have never thought about the fact that there might have been more than one. Yep. Holy crap. I never thought about that. That's how my I brain it, works. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. So we we came back with a bug bomb. Yeah. We just came back, ran in, slapped that bug bomb down, hit the button, and ran out. And we went to the beach.
1: I was about to say, you went and had brunch. <laughs> we
0: went to the beach because we were dressed for the beach. We're like, oh, we're going to the beach. We hung out at the beach. And after it got done raining, we came back <laughs> yeah,
1: at the beach in the rain just to avoid the palmetto bugs.
0: And here's the I'm making faces, if you could see the faces. We never found the damn bug. Of course not. Never found the carcass. I'd like to believe it was a carcass, but no. it, it couldn't have been because we would have found it. So They live on. <laughs> it's, to this day, it's to waiting, this day somewhere, he's back. still
1: plotting his revenge. Because that subservient human took a swing at him.
0: A big swing. He was going to be... And as I'm swinging, I'm thinking... The stain is gonna be the size of a dinner plate on the wall here. It's gonna be just I'm gonna to have to get my I'm not gonna get my deposit back. My seat I just no. I had just given my security deposit thinking, well here we go, first day, security deposits gone. I'm thinking splat. I never got that satisfying I anticipated it so much, the crunch, the splat, the the spray back. <laughs> because these things are meaty man these things are there's there's some juice in there i'm thinking i i mean as i said i didn't get the chance to squish it but i'm thinking people that have it well if you drive it's through,
1: honestly not pleasant if you it's, drive
0: through a cloud of palmetto bugs your window is like this you smeary
1: yellowy you feel like you've done something to the ecosystem <laughs> by taking that out of the universe like removing that much mass has to have cosmic consequences but speaking of space...
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. You we're going to we, come back we've, to... We've digressed a little, uh,
1: just a little tiny bit. We're going to come back to the, uh, <laughs> iridium. The, uh, the... Iridium. The Iridium and the, the AMP versus... Uh, right, so the philosophy. Uh, AMP philosophy debate. Right. Uh, so how
0: do you feel about it? So, I mean, like, so you play out live with a temper
1: right. all the time. Yes.
0: When's the last time you played out with a real AMP?
1: With a real AMP? Oh, it's been... I have not played with a real amp with the band that I play with now, so it's been at least... We're not trying to say a Kemper's not a real amp. I uh, understand, Christoph. Uh, yeah. A, a real amp in the sense of a, a tube amplifier. Traditional, a valve traditional, amplifier. Traditional. An amplifier that my boss wouldn't hate me slightly for. Um, hey, you guys sell Kemper. We do. We, uh, we sell Kemper. Um, shameless plug. Shameless plug. Last time I played it was live. An amp. Live. Live. live was, uh, I'll say over four years ago. And what was it? Uh, the last one I owned was an Engel Powerball 2, so 4-channel. 50 watt or 100? 100 watt. Okay. Uh, with a 412 Mesa rectifier cabinet with Celestion V30s. I sold that, my cabinet, and my pedal board, which wasn't too elaborate, but it was enough. Uh sold all of that and got a Kemper-powered uh, rack and a orange 212 cabinet, and I've had that literally ever since.
0: And how do you run your system live?
1: So live, uh, if I'm with my main band, we run everything uh, direct to an X32 rack, which I then control my in-ear mix from, and then run that out after it's been pre-mixed to the board. Uh, Typically, if it's a smaller club, we'll run left, right, and sub, um, and have a pre-mix that they literally just turn the volume up on and down, and maybe do a little tweaking, uh, or... We'll actually send a. We have a digital snake that we'll send out to the to the board and let them do the full mix out there.
0: Okay. Um, so what do you listen to?
1: So I'm listening to an mix uh, that has been pre-mixed, and I can mix uh, in real time on my phone on an app from the X32 digital mixer.
0: Which is great until you get a you know a text in the middle of your show and then you're like distracted.
1: Well, no, I mean it's. <laughs> the, the, what's if it, you're dude, why is that
0: guitar player sucking oh he's checking porn
1: again if God. you're if you're on the uh the wi-fi that you need to be on for the behringer x32 not much else works it takes all of the really? the phone's concentration to to run that app yeah like i can't send things out in messenger and text really um that's too well. I mean, it? it might take a while, but it, but it's it's being the you know everything's being signal. I don't know how Wi-Fi works. I don't know why I'm pretending to understand <laughs> how this happens. And I, I don't care. You I know see, how it works. He's got it like charts, good.
0: and he's got a whiteboard, and he put on a lab coat, and he's got a pointer and a laser, and a, I don't know what he's like. Really, literally pretending like he knows what he's
1: doing. No, oh, I look like that meme of Charlie Day from uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," but the. The fact is is that I, I have been running it that way for so long that uh, when I do get to run it with my 212 cabinet run it run my Kemper. okay, uh, with my 212 cabinet uh, for fill-in gigs or for other bands that I play with, uh, where it's literally just the Kemper uh, uh, monitor speaker out into the back of the cabinet without the cabinet simulation active. So it's acting like a, a, a tube head, but you know digital. Uh, but pushing air on a real cabinet uh, that is then mic'd by the front of house.
0: Okay, so as a Kemper purist, I'm going to take a small sidebar. Sure. And just ask you a question. Okay. Okay, so you're running your powered Kemper rack. Yes. Through a 212 cabinet. Correct. And listening, monitoring through that.
1: Yes. Okay. The
0: send that you send to the board has the speaker simulation, and the one you send to the 212 does not.
1: Uh, typically if I'm running a cab, the, uh, it's actually, the cabinet is actually being physically mic'd. Seriously. Depending, depending on the sound guy. But yeah, most of the time, if I'm running my cabinet. So what's this
0: whole pre-mixed thing you're talking about then?
1: About what we, what I send to the front of house if I'm doing that with two different situations. Okay. I run, I run it both ways basically is what I'm saying.
0: Okay. So if you run it direct, you listen in ears. Yes. If you run it with a cabinet, you're listening through the cabinet. Yes. And then you're listening to vocals and things through a f- monitor's wedges? Correct. Okay, I got you. So, you. so why would you go from one to the other? Why wouldn't you always go, for instance, in here?
1: The one, because the in-ears are expensive, uh, and they were uh, bought as a uh, collection for the band that we play with.
0: So you're talking more of... Um, If I understand you correctly, you're saying you don't alternate now. Now you're all in-ears, but originally you were doing the one and now you've switched to the in-ears and now you no longer do the cabinet?
1: Uh, I no longer, so with the main band that I play with, I am no longer using the cabinet. Okay. Um, There are other bands that I will still play with from time to time where I'm filling in where they may not have as as sophisticated a uh, mixing system before the board where I'm not using in-ears. I got you. So I'll just run it like a traditional amplifier would where the the sound guy is micing the cabinet or there have been a couple occasions where he has gone direct out and I didn't even use the cabs and I was still listening to the Kemper mix through the wedge monitors but for the most part nine times out of ten these days I am running uh, direct out and getting an in-ear mix okay. for myself
0: so just out of curiosity when you ran through the 212 and yes. it was being mic'd right were you using Kemper profiles that had been profiled as direct profiles or were you using profiles that had been done within it, with a speaker and you're just removing the speaker portion of it?
1: Uh, removing the speaker portion.
0: So you were relying on Kemper's software algorithms f- to filter out whatever the speaker was, even though that had never individually been profiled? Correct. Interesting. And faithful. Yeah. Uh, uh, brave. Brave some purists like myself might say
1: it it didn't uh which i mean that goes back. it's very close that goes back to your original you know question of how much do you care about being unique you know there's there's more to my sound than just the profiles that i use and the fact that it's a kemper the fact that it's a celestion v30 212 orange cabinet there's a guitar involved there's my playing style involved so for me i guess and to roundabout answer your question uh, that individuality isn't limited to, you know, if I was playing an Iridium with a Duesenberg with the same delay and same reverb and same playing style that every other, say, worship guitar player has, and all of us have all the exact same stuff and so we've studied under the same people and have the same kind of tendencies to our playing, then yeah, I would say we'd get in the way of one another. But what's the difference between? two worship guys for example having two boards based on an iridium versus two guys that have pedal boards that are both based on ac with physical ac 30s
0: well that's a completely legitimate point but we are out of time today so let's finish up with this conversation next time on gear and gigs for trey hawkins i'm jet stone thanks for visiting with us we'll talk to you next time